This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 275. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I'm one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, recently, there seems to be an explosion. <laughs> nice. Thank you. You should have seen the sound, the, the There the was hand, hand gestures, too. too. You guys, we're going to have to uh, <laughs> go to video just, just for that. <laughs> there seems to be an explosion in the number of vegan athletes who are grabbing headlines by crushing their competition in their respective sports and who cite their vegan plant-based diets as significant as a significant competitive edge. In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to discuss this trend of athletes going vegan, share some tips with how they help to ensure a balanced diet, and we're also going to provide you guys with some resources to get you motivated with respect to eating foods that help to fuel your body. And this doesn't, you don't have to be an ultra marathoner person to uh, take advantage of some of these resources. If you just want to get more active, it's good to know there's some resources out there to help you fuel your body properly. But first... We have a new rating. We do. This is from, okay, so it's WLLM is the uh, the Apple ID, but I'm thinking maybe that's William, just to guess. Uh, anyway, so uh, the, the review says, love the podcast. First off, I love the non-judgmental approach to the conversation between V and L. Ooh, we're like, we're, we're hip. We're I thought it was Vernon Shirley kind of one. <laughs> uh, regarding where you are with a plant-based diet and the P's and C's. I P's love... and carrots, what up, guys? <laughs> P's and C's get shout outs all the time. I know. Awesome. I love that it comes out on Sundays so that it motivates me to do my weekly food prep. Well, that's good. Uh, great topics for everyone based on facts and real nutrition rather than the hippie stuff I grew up on. <laughs> These women do their research. I have learned a lot and have changed some of my life routines because of this podcast. A great listen. Thumbs up. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. We really appreciate that. You know, I love to hear when people have changed certain things just from listening to the podcast or they use the podcast to get motivated. Mm -hmm. I know we've heard from a couple of folks who say they listen to the podcast while they do their batch cooking mm -hmm. on Sunday. So that's really, that's really fun to know we're kind of part of that, even if it's yeah. not directly there. Yeah. Know? And you know, it's so funny. Um, it's been so long since we started this now. I don't remember why we picked Sunday, but it seems to have, have worked out. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it really does. I think we read somewhere when we were first learning about what a podcast is, we were learning about what days are good to release a new podcast. And I think that came up consistently in something. And Probably. I guess it worked. I guess it was right. <laughs> worked for worked, worked for our listeners. Well, and I know as an avid podcast listener myself, when I was working in a corporate job, I liked having the week set up with all my mm. podcasts to listen to for the oh, week. that's and true. Kind of get me through the work week. So, all right, before we get into the main topic, this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast is brought to you by our Golden Apple Roundtable who are the members of the Golden Apple Roundtable? They are the folks who help ensure that the lights stay on here at Vegetarian Zen by providing us with a show of monetary support via Patreon.com. And if you're not familiar with Patreon, essentially what it is, it's a membership platform that makes it easy for artists and creators to get support from their fans, followers, and community members, in this case, podcasters. And many people don't realize that it does cost money to produce a podcast. I mean, there are some that probably are very minimal, but when you have to pay for media hosting, website hosting, all of that kind of stuff, it does add up. And we've been doing this 
every week, except one little <laughs> asterisk, uh, for the last five years, <laughs> over, over five, five years now. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that does add up. So we greatly appreciate the support that we receive through Patreon.com because that uh, money goes directly back into the cost of producing the podcast and it keeps it free to our listeners on a weekly basis. So if you're interested in supporting on a monthly basis, please head out to patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen, where you will see a video of Larissa and me. And in that video, we share the mission of vegetarian zen. Why did we start this in the first place? And on the right hand side of the page, you're going to see various support levels, anywhere from a dollar to $50 a month. And certain levels will qualify you for some vegetarian zen swag, like a car magnet, recyclable grocery bag, stickers, t-shirt, that sort of thing. Even a dollar a month really goes a long way to help us out. So we greatly appreciate it. And we're very excited to announce a few new members, right? Yes, a few, yes. not just, not one, not yes. two, three. Yes. Well, we have two new and one upgrade, yeah. which was so exciting. We've never had an upgrade uh, in one of our, um, our Patreon, uh, our patrons before. So uh, very, very special thanks to Teresa Dawn Cashman, who increased her um, support level. So she was a rutabaga rock star and she moved on up to the awesome avocado level. And so she qualified for a, uh, a magnet. So I got that. We got that sent off yesterday. So uh, by the time you're listening to this, Teresa, you should have your magnet. No, this goes out on Sunday, the September something. So you still I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe might have it or if not a few days later. Right. Okay. And then we do have two new patrons as well. So Stacy Ramirez is a broccoli. Be- and I don't know, can I, can I say that next word without having our rating changed? I think so. Okay. I, I would risk it. Okay. So she's a <laughs> broccoli badass <laughs> i whispered it so itunes won't hear all right but thank you thank you stacy for uh for joining us at, at the broccoli badass level uh and then also <laughs> thank you thank you to nanette spitulski who is a rutabaga rock star that's awesome Awesome. Thank you guys so much. And again, we greatly appreciate your show of support that helps keep the podcast going. So thank you very much. Absolutely. And uh-huh. I just want to mention, and I know you're going to talk about our, our the one-time uh, support as I well. Am? But uh, since we mentioned Nanette, uh, this ties to our next um, sponsor, which is our very own shop at Vegetarian Zen. And I just wanted to mention that right now because I wanted to say thank you also to Nanette for placing an order. That's awesome. Yes, thank you so much. And that is going out to you uh, right after this, uh, right after we record. So as as Larissa just mentioned, if you head out to vegetarianzen.com, you will see a tab that says the shop at Vegetarian Zen, where you'll find a plethora of Vegetarian Zen swag. You'll find car magnets, reusable shopping bags, stickers, t-shirts. So all of these, again, all of the proceeds from these go back directly into the podcast. And uh, if you sign up for our newsletter, which by the way, there are things coming out this fall in the newsletter. We're going to pick that up again. We hadn't really uh, done much with it because, you know, I... I'm sure like a lot of people, I get a lot of emails from different places I've subscribed to. And some of there's varying degrees of value. I never wanted our our newsletter to be something that we just send out just as a matter of routine. Right. Just like the podcast. I wouldn't if we really were stumped to come up with anything to talk about. 
I don't know that I wouldn't have a problem with just saying we're not doing it this week because mm-hmm. we just don't have anything because I don't want to just sit here and talk and right. I don't want to clog up your email with things that aren't going to be a benefit to you. Mm-hmm. But we're really going to be focusing on that this fall. So my point is, if you sign up for the newsletter, you get a 10% discount off of your first purchase in the shop. At yes. Vegetarians Inn. Mm, absolutely all right now if you're not interested in contributing just getting back to patreon really quickly (laughs) (laughs) sorry uh if you're not interested in contributing on a monthly basis that's totally okay we get it Uh, there is a one-time show of support button on our website that says buy us a juice where you can provide us a one-time monetary contribution to help support the show also so plenty of ways to support the show which we greatly appreciate yes thank you Okay, we ready to get into the main topic? All right, so let's do this. Now, I am going to preface this by saying uh, I am probably one of the least athletic people on the planet. (laughs) (laughs) No, that might be going a little far. But uh, I am by no means an athlete. Uh, I don't enjoy exercise very much i was never very good at sports <laughs> so none of the above apply to me but uh there are so many amazing amazing talented uh driven athletes who are vegan and it's it's a trend that's really picking up and i just i think that that is that it's an it's an amazing thing that's happening. I mean, you see football players, rugby players, tennis players, weightlifters, bodybuilders, professional climbers, surfers, I mean, in, endurance athletes, even the, you know, the people, the endurance athletes who do these like Ironman, mega swim, run, bike, crawl, whatever they do. <laughs> crawl. Uh, <laughs> that, that would be, be me. me. I'd be crawling. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd be taking an Uber. <laughs> but who, who are vegan? And this is, you're seeing this more and more. And I just think that uh, it's a it's a trend that we really need to pay attention to. I definitely agree. And as, as the one who does a lot of the social media posting for our Vegetarian Zen website, uh, this is what caught my attention as I was looking. I'm always looking for resources that are valuable or news articles that are valuable to our community. And I noticed that I started really posting a lot of these vegan plant-based athletes and this is really encouraging and i am the other way i crave exercise if i don't exercise i actually get depressed when i was in a car accident a couple of years ago i and i ruptured my achilles tendon i really was very immobile and it was probably the most immobile i've been in my entire life i started playing sports when i was about six years old and i love it i love going to the gym i love working out i just get such a rush from it so yeah, I I seeing this burst or mm-hmm. explosion as we said. <laughs> explosion? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh is really been encouraging and actually very motivating as well. Mm-hmm. Before we get into and we start talking a little bit more about the the main topic and and exploring some of these uh vegan athletes and talking a little bit about what they eat. Uh I I did want to mention though that there is a big difference as we very well know, you and I, from personal experience, when we first veg- went vegetarian, we mentioned that we were junk food vegetarians and we still don't eat completely. We're not clean eaters by any means. I think that there are certain times, but we are much more reflective now and can stop ourselves from going mm-hmm. down the processed food uh that processed food road that right. is so easy and so tempting to get into when things get busy and things get crazy. So I wanted to just make sure that we caveat this vegan athlete, meaning that it's not, it's 
really plant-based mm-hmm. because there's a difference. And I think, uh, you know, we're going to talk about... Because you it. can be a junk food vegan just like you can be a junk Remember, food vegetarian. Remember, Oreos and Fritos are vegan. Are vegan, right. <laughs> That's how we became vegetarian. Oh, <laughs> oh, this is easy, sitting there on the couch with a with a package of Oreos. <laughs> Until no, we, we started to that. feel nope, never. really bad after that. <laughs> Luckily, we don't do that. And again, as we always right. say, it's not about perfection, it's about progress. And I definitely think we've progressed from where we were five years ago and we continued to progress. Right. So, you know, so in this, um, in this episode, then we'll be kind of highlighting some of these athletes and talking about why they chose the uh, vegan, uh, plant-based vegan lifestyle, and then also share some uh, resources that will help you understand that nutrition and uh, as it relates to, to athletes, especially because as you know, just transitioning right on into that, uh, <laughs> Nice. You know that. Thank you. Smooth. Uh, there's a very common misconception that if you don't eat meat, you won't have protein or That's enough right. protein. And then going along with that is that if you're going to be successful as an athlete, you have to eat a lot of protein. Yeah. And what I really like about this recent trend, I, I don't know that there would have been many double takes at at articles on vegan runners or plant-based runners because you think about thinner mm-hmm. not 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 sickly i mean just thinner lighter just thin, kind right. of folks that are running these uh marathons but, but not I think linebackers the tra- not linebackers this is what we're starting to see mm-hmm. we're starting to see football players rugby players mma fighters that are yes that are uh there was an article that's going to be in the show notes about you know 300 pound linemen mm-hmm. that was 100% plant-based. Right. So that those are the things that we're talking about that are really very fortunately starting to bust through some of those stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, uh, you know, and another example of that is uh, Tom Brady. And I, again, I, uh, I'm not an athlete. I'm not a football fan, but I do know that Tom Brady is a quarterback, not a linebacker. Uh, so <laughs> just showing off my my football knowledge there. Primarily from fan- playing fantasy yeah, football. But and that's, yeah, that's good. And that's that's the extent of it. I know he's a quarterback. I have no idea what that means, you know, but and he's And he's a really good quarterback. Okay. <laughs> but uh, so he's still active in the NFL at, f- at 40. He's 40, right? Which is kind of getting on up there for a football player. Um but and he credits his uh, vegetable-based diet for keeping him, you know, uh, competitive. And so he he says he's eighty percent plant-based. He's not vegan, but he's eighty percent, which still is a lot more than what a lot of athletes or a lot of people are, right? Um, and he has teamed up with Purple Carrot, which is a meal plan service, right? And uh, to create a meatless, dairy-free plan. And so he kind of, that's his thing. He endorses that. So that's, I mean, another, again, something that you you would think maybe you would see a runner kind of team up in that way, but not not so much a football player, right? Exactly. And I was also reading, though, I think it was the same article of, of that. And again, it'll be in the show notes. But there was like 11 members of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jaguars that... Um, nice. 
Thank you for not saying Jaguars. Oh, she hates that. We'll be watching (laughs) football and, well, I'll be watching football and she'll be hearing and she hears a commentator say Jaguars. She screams. (laughs) (laughs) You hear this agonized yell from the other room. Jaguars, Jaguars, not Jaguars. (laughs) Anyways, uh, yeah, so it's it's awesome. And and we're going to talk a little bit too about this. Well, we can go ahead and get into it right now. We watched a documentary called From the Ground Up. That was written and produced by a former football player. His name is Santino Panico. Very Italian dude. Mm-hmm. In fact, he was talking in the in the uh, documentary. By the way, if you're interested, there will be a link in the show notes to it. Right now, where I found it was on Amazon Prime, but you have to rent it. Mm-hmm. I think it was like three nine nine or something, but definitely well worth it. It was. It was. Very it was really well good. Done. And and as Larissa mentioned, she was interested in it, and she's mm-hmm. not, not even not an, an athlete. athlete. But it was very inspirational. Uh, Santino is from surprise, surprise, an Italian family, <laughs> very Italian name, and they own an, a traditional Italian restaurant. And he was saying that when he told his his family that he was going vegan, they didn't even know what that was. Right. <laughs> I think that's funny. <laughs> How do you do that? And they they actually they interviewed his mom and his dad and his aunt and grandma and you know and and yeah. But overall, they were they they seemed pretty supportive. They just didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, so they inter- so he interviewed multiple athletes from different sports, and I really liked in this particular documentary how they went from different sports. They had ultra marathon runners like Rich Roll, and then they had that guy's insane. Uh, yeah, I mean, and like not crazy, like um his his crazy in a good way. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I just his the the things that he does and just very inspirational. Uh, you know, I absolutely I had heard a little bit about him, and I've listened to a few of his podcasts. But one of the things I didn't realize was how out of shape he was mm-hmm. before he decided to make this transformation. He was saying he would come home and eat a bag of cheeseburgers. And, and one day he had trouble just getting up the stairs. Yeah. Uh, but so to, it's to just to go from that now. to running like back-to-back mar- uh, ultra marathons. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay, so in the documentary, uh, the one of the other things that they talked about was why they started eating plant-based what motivated them that was one of the questions that uh santino asked asked them and i was really pleasantly surprised to hear the majority of them anyways cited compassion for the Mm -hmm. animals as the number one reason i think they realized after that it there was some benefits to how they performed. And it was really touching to even hear a couple of them say, even if it meant me not being able to keep up in my sport, I would have taken that just to, for the compassion of the animals. That was really, really touching. Right. And you know, the other thing that uh, they really explored kind of towards the beginning of the documentary was this whole notion of uh, eating meat and uh, tied to masculinity Mm -hmm. and i mean even before they got into all of the the sports things and the the benefits and the all all of that that's what they focused on first and i i think that that was really um really good to do that because that doesn't get a lot of um airtime i guess yeah i mean and i think that's important and you know especially not to get political or anything but with the 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 me too movement that's going on now and all the 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 changes that are happening i i I think that it's really important to stress that there are that there are ways to be a man without 
adhering to those stereotypes. Does that make sense? It does. And I've got to tell you too, you know, growing up playing sports, there was, there was always for every, for every uh, sport that was usually the boys and the girls teams, you know, I, as I was listening to a lot of these athletes, again, MMA fighters, UFC fighters, all of this, they get their own stereotypes in themselves as being kind of these machismo. It was so refreshing to hear these guys. And I even told Larissa when we were watching this documentary, I said, these men are some of the most secure men mm-hmm. in their own sexuality that I've ever, masculinity that I've ever, I've right. ever heard speak. And they were just unapologetically mm-hmm. Uh, eating this way uh, primarily for compassion. And I think one of them even commented, so for some reason being uh, not caring about other living beings is supposed to be a sh- sh- sign of strength. And he said, right. I don't see it that way. I see it more as it's the other, it's way. The other way around. Right. And what a great, I mean, that's great. It's great role models for kids. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great role models for other athletes too. Absolutely. And just adults in general. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else about the movie that kind of stood out to you when we were the, about the uh, the documentary? Well, you know, I just I think it was really well done. I I think that the and not just from a project production standpoint, but I just think that the topics that were covered and the uh, the fact that, like you mentioned, there were it did what didn't just focus on runners or on you know it was a broad cross section of different sports, different uh, male and female, um, and you know the the questions that he asked these athletes were really really good thoughtful questions, and I just I really enjoyed it. Yeah, you should check it out. After we rented it, I kind of regretted not buying it. I'll probably end up buying it anyway, so you can buy it on on uh, Amazon as well. Okay, so what do these athletes eat? There was one uh there was one athlete that was showcased his name is Scott Scott Jurek and he would not be I, I think most ultra competitor marathon competitors would recognize his name pretty pretty quickly. He's one of those that's always at the top of the list of in competition. He said, "What we eat is a matter of life or death. Food is who we are." I really love that quote that he said in this documentary because uh, I think that's that's so it's so right. I mean, as we were just talking about, when we were eating processed food, that's who we became. I oh, mean, when we were eating yeah. a lot of processed food, and I can tell the difference between when we're eating cleaner and when we're eating junkier. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so you know, conventional advice has always been that athletes need meat, and we we talked about this a little bit that athletes need meat in order to get enough protein, in order to build muscle, to be able to uh, uh, compete, right? Yeah, I remember in the documentary, too, Santino was saying, because he was a football player, he went up to college. I don't know that he ever went pro, but he was playing it in college, and he would just eat meat all day before Mm -hmm. he became vegan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. Uh, um, Because that's what he uh, thought he needed to build the muscle, but he was feeling really bad. Right, and, you know, that's what these athletes are told by coaches and you know, nutritionists at the time, at least, are that if you're going to to be competitive, you have to eat lots of meat and animal products. Uh, So, you know, in previous podcasts, we've talked about how to that point, we've become just a culture that is obsessed with protein. And you know who's pushing that? Oh, of course, <laughs> the meat industry and the dairy yeah. industry. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, but you know, the always truth, follow the money. Always exactly. follow where it goes. Exactly. Uh, but the truth is that you, if you have too much protein, 
it can actually be detrimental to your body. So it overtaxes your kidneys because, and your liver because they have to process all of this uh, waste from protein and it can cause serious damage over time. Yeah. So with respect to what they ate, it's hard to just say there was one particular meal plan because I think what we heard, at least in, in the reading and then also in the documentary, was most of these athletes kind of had to figure it out for themselves. Mm-hmm. We're all different. Our bodies are all different. And the sports they played varied. I mean, there's a difference between what the 300-pound lineman is going to eat versus mm-hmm. the ultra marathoner or the surfer, right? That tend right. to be a little bit lighter than... They're, they're not 300 pounds, right? Right. So w- one of the things that... I heard that was common to all of them was that it took them a little bit to figure out what the right balance was for them. Mm -hmm. But I did notice a lot of them tended to eat the same things once they found that balance. So they found what worked for them and then they kind of stayed within that range, which I think is really smart from a meal planning perspective Mm -hmm. and also from a health perspective, because if you find what works for you, you know, do it, do it. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Right. And you know, the other thing that was kind of uh, common is that, these athletes, these vegan or plant-based athletes are not typically really focused on counting, you know, counting calories or counting fat or protein. It's more about just eating a wide variety of plant-based foods, uh, you know, uh, legumes and grains and green leafy vegetables and, you know, just all different colors. And, so when you and when you do that, I think that what they've discovered, and this is true, when you do that, you really don't have to be concerned with counting stuff because you're going to over over um, that broad spectrum of food, you're going to take in the nutrients that you need. Yeah, counting calories, but then also counting those micronutrients, mm-hmm. right? Getting to that level. It was very timely too, because as I was putting together the outline for this podcast, I subscribed to Matt Frazier's No Meat Athlete newsletter. Mm-hmm. Great newsletter, by the way. And he happened to have a an email that was talking about meal plans and how he often gets requests for people for meal plans. Now, the no meat athlete does have a meal plan, <laughs> but what he says is that the idea is to teach you not to need it. Mm-hmm. So the meal plan they put together, because he says meal plans encourage perfectionism. So this all or nothing mentality that we're always talking about is mm-hmm. is really gets people down because they think, ah, I blew it, or I ate chicken, right. and now that's it. I guess I'm not vegan, or I'm not vegetarian. And they get kind of caught up in those labels, right? right. Uh, it doesn't ease you in. So again, it's kind of that all or nothing mentality, these meal plans, that is. And they don't really teach you how to eat on your own. So this is why I was saying the one of the trends I saw amongst these top professional athletes was they kind of figured it out on their own. I'm sure they had some guidance uh, just to help ensure that they were eating healthier, but really whole food plant based. I mean, it's hard to go wrong with that. And then also to just get a, you know, a spectrum of of different foods to make sure you're getting some of that, um, some of what every fruit and vegetable has to offer. Right, right. All right, so we promised some resources. Uh, I will mention them, but there will be links. These are some of my favorite resources to get kind of inspired. Uh, Matt, as I just mentioned, Matt Frazier of the No Meat Athlete. Nutritionfacts.org is a really good one. We've talked, we had a whole podcast dedicated to that. Mm-hmm. The Physicians Committee for the uh, Responsible Medicine is also a great one. I went out to one of the athletes that was featured in the documentary. His name was Tori Washington. I really liked him a lot. He was a a bodybuilder and also a personal trainer. 
a coach and he has a uh a website just go to torywashington.com and again the link will be included of course rich roll can't mm-hmm. talk about any <laughs> vegan athletes without mentioning rich roll uh engine two plant strong that is the uh i think that's dr esselton's son that's the fireman right, that right, has that right. that site and then uh brendan brazier he is the co-founder of vega the uh protein powder vegan protein uh powder right right? and he's also the book author of thrive the book thrive also has a really good website so again all of these resources will be in the show notes awesome so hopefully this episode has given you some insight into how veganism is really on the rise amongst athletes. I think for me, it was very motivating and very inspiring to, to hear some of these stories. And what I really like about this is that it's helping to change the perception of what being plant-based means mm-hmm. and helps to smash some of those existing stereotypes. I like, uh, just a side note here, remember when we were watching the documentary, there was a, a fighter, I think his name was Alex Caceres or something mm-hmm. of that, of that, I think that's his name, uh, um, and he said he, he was he won a fight, and Joe Rogan was the guy who come, came mm-hmm. over and kind of held his hand up that he won the fight. And he said, uh, "Not bad." He Alex said about himself, "Not bad for a vegan, right?" <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Rogan was like, "No, that's you know like really taken back." So I think yeah. that's really good to kind of uh, to smash some of those uh, stereotypes. Right. Absolutely. And you know, you mentioned before we move on to our uh, recipe. Uh, you mentioned what your uh, that you found this very inspiring that you found it inspiring and and uh, encouraging and you know the athlete in you was very um, uh, impressed and inspired. Mm-hmm. My takeaway from this was you guys go. <laughs> you just go and do it you're awesome go 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 rah 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 <laughs> biggest cheerleader yep that's about it <laughs> okay but you know what sometimes you you don't give yourself enough credit though yesterday i did not feel the gym it was a long day we were working and i didn't feel like getting up and going and you made me go it did so every now and then that happens the and then i was very happy that we went once i'm there it's fine it's just sometimes it's a matter of getting out there and going well and i think what i told you was um i said Look, I said, there's nobody who's ever going to want to go to the gym less than I do. (laughs) And if I say we're going, we're going. (laughs) And I quickly put on my shoes because she's absolutely right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get to the recipe of the week. The recipe this week was posted in our peas and carrots. What up, guys? That is our closed Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. And it was posted by Lisa Soska-Ross, very active member in our Peas and Carrots. I love what she put on here. Yes. She had a picture of this beautiful vegan macaroni and cheese. And she said, I made a pot of vegan crack. (laughs) (laughs) And she was kind enough to post the link to the recipe, which I will include in the show notes. She got this from the Exam Room podcast. And it was... Uh, another podcast. Another podcast. And it was talking about the Cheese Trap by book by D- uh, Dr. Neil Barnard. So uh, Lisa also states, just a side note, that the recipe didn't give a milk measurement, but she used a quarter cup of unsweetened almond milk. I'll make that note in the show notes also in case you're looking at the recipe. Awesome. It looked really good. And they had <laughs> even... In the recipe on their site, they had uh, vegan bacon bits within oh, the nice. macaroni so it looks really good 
All right, uh, we're not. We're gonna skip the resource of the month because I've already overwhelmed you guys with a lot of resources. <laughs> so the resources we cited are gonna be the resource of the month. But the question of the week: Who is your favorite plant-based athlete? If you have one, I have a new one. My new. Uh, first of all, I've, I admire all of them, but this one is really cool. Her name is Tia Blanco, and she is a pro surfer from Puerto Rico. Uh, she won first place, the first place gold medal in the International Surfing Championship. When I was doing research for this podcast, I found her YouTube channel also, and the link will be in the show notes. I really just love her positive attitude. She shares in her videos what she eats in a day, that kind of thing. And then she has some really peaceful vibe. You know how I love the ocean, just surfing on the ocean type of videos that, that really, I just got into that vibe. So awesome. I think she's one of my new favorite plant-based athletes awesome i have one who's that tom brady because that's the only one because <laughs> you know he plays quarterback no, no. <laughs> who it's you oh that's sweet it's you and the reason i say that is because the one you had to push off the couch yesterday yes <laughs> that was an exception it's usually you dragging me. i know it is um the reason i say that is because you know we've i've been with you for 17 years and i have seen your drive and your determination and your love of sports and running and basketball and, and going to the gym and lifting weights. And, you know, I've seen you with three different, three different trainers over the years, personal trainers. Yeah, I think so. Um, and you know, you were training for a marathon and you would have run that had you not, uh, had that accident, mm -hmm. which was not your fault. And I just, I see you not want to give up. Thank you, know? you. And I just, I'm very inspired by that. And I just wanted to let you know. Thank you. <laughs> All right. On that note, I think we'll end it. Oh, thank you. I got to go give Larissa a big hug now. So. <laughs> Until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.